grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Happy Friday, everybody. We finally made it to Friday. How you guys doing? Magical Fridays, right? Let me get my buttons pushed here. There we go. There's my button. Ah. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of now sunny Sacramento. We're having spring weather, so I'm happy. Um, we're 45 strong up and down the state of California, which means we can get to you if you do feel you have a paranormal need. It may take us a while because it's a big state, but uh, we can get to you. And if we can't get to you right away, we do have mediums on staff who can phone you and uh, talk to you about what, what, what you feel is going on. And then they could, in most cases, calm things down before we can get out there. Okay, that being said, if you're watching from Facebook tonight and uh, you like what you see, please be sure to hit that follow button because we're always looking for followers. And uh, hit those thumbs up and the hearts and smileys and show me some love because uh when you do that it it moves us in the algorithms out to where other people you know a lot of other people can see us so the more we get of that the the better we are better off we are if you're watching from uh youtube the same thing um hit those smileys and all that stuff because that puts us in a higher place in, in, in that rhythm in youtube as well also if you haven't done so already check out our youtube site we've got more than 621 videos sitting over there and out of those 621, there's probably something that you that you would like. And what I've done, and I'm just about finished doing it, is I'm putting them all into folders to categorize them. Just like with Nancy's videos, you don't have to go dumpster dive for Nancy's videos no, anymore. Because it used to be like a dumpster dive, right? Trying to get in there and find them. All you have to do is go to the file that says Nancy Matts. Boom, and you're in there. All right? And it's like that for ghosts and hauntings. It's like that for UFOs and, and abductions and all the different topics. Now, if you go through stuff and you find that uh, I, I've, I've missed topic something, let me know and I'll change it right away. Okay. I promise I'll change it right away. All right. Then if you like what you see over there and you want to keep watching us, you want to know when our next videos are out, hit that subscribe button because we're trying to get to that thousand subscribe number. And uh, we've got around 395 more to go to hit that subscribe, that thousand subscribers. So we're really you know looking for subscribers. So uh, do that. But that's, you know, if you like what you see. Again, if you don't like what you see, tell people you hate about the show and just send them over anyway. Uh, we also have a Patreon page, California Haunts Patreon. And uh, we're doing some cool things over there. I'm working on, currently working on a, a pre-recorded video that's going to go up two weeks before it is shown on this show. So that's one of the perks. Plus, Nancy and I probably next week are going to have an hour or so that we choose in the evening to sit down and talk with you guys. And that's only for Patreon members for questions you, you might have of us that we didn't get a chance to answer dur during the main show. So we're going to be doing that next week. Things are starting to start, start to perk. I also have a class I'm teaching on June 10th, and that'll be at 1 p.m. Pacific, and it's a projection. And I, I taught a I, I taught a other projection class last month, or this month, and uh, that was a basic projection class. But what I'm teaching this time is I'm teaching you how, how gemstones can work for you. For instance, there's actually a stone that, is supposed, is supposed to help you with any kidney problems you might have. They call it a kidney stone. So uh, I'm going to teach you about them because all those gemstones have certain uses, and it's not only for protection. 
it's for um i keep looking like i'm looking down and my eyes are shut but i'm not because the camera's up above me and i gotta remember to keep looking up keep looking up um so you know they're for protection and they're, they're for protection but they're also for different things they could be for good nice hair or whatever so i'm going to be teaching that and the other thing i'm going to be teaching in addition is that a lot of people were asking me about protection they could have on their bodies or protection they could put in a corner of their house and so um one of the things i use when i'm out in the field is i have a medicine bag around my neck i've made my own medicine bag so i want to teach you guys how to make your own medicine bag okay and i also want to teach you guys how to make a talisman you know and then i was thinking today i thought well wouldn't it be fun that maybe if you guys were kind of shy about making them yourself i could make them for you i'd have to find out the cost and everything to make them but um i can certainly make make them for you based on you know whatever you would like in them so um yeah I mean, I'm just looking at that. So be sure to go to the California Haunts Meetup site and sign up for that class because it's, uh, you know, I'm only I'm only having nine spots in that class. So uh, sign up because hopefully the spots will go fast because honestly and truly in all this, you know, this is stuff people can use in their house. You know, you can hang a medicine bag somewhere. You can hang a talisman somewhere. And there's different things that you can have in your house to help protect you. And I'm going to teach you about all that. Plus, I'm going to do some meditating. I'm going to teach you some really cool meditations for, for that as well. Okay, tonight, it's Casual Friday, which means it's Nancy Matt's Friday. And she's in the she's in the green room right now. And she's just biting. He's just dying to get on to talk to you about attachments and how not to get them. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her in, and away we go today. Here we go. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I, I really do uh, enjoy doing these with you and having people uh, by the way the volume did i turn up the volume high enough i can hit it i can hear you can, uh, can you hear me i'm not it's sure yeah. i had to boost all, mine a little bit too yeah yeah i don't want to and i'm using a different light this week i don't know if it's too bright so let me know everybody um next time i'll tone that one down over there boom <laughs> char said one night she says you're all black and white and grays and i thought well that behind me has a little color in it. I see um, the backdrop on. Um, let's see. Let me see. Stage. Uh -huh. Stage left backdrop looks really colorful. Left. Yeah. Oh. Stage left. Yeah. Stage. Yeah. yeah that. Stage I left. did open it up to have more of that one time, and I disappeared into the darkness because my hair is so dark. Uh, with a lighter screen, you can actually see me. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, this is part one. Next week would be part two. And this one is, uh, what if you had an attachment? And how to get rid of it? And what is it about? And so I typed up six pages, <laughs> notes. Don't, don't hang up on us, kids. <laughs> I will make it interesting, I hope. Next week, I would like to cover, Char, uh, write this down. Uh, okay, so you're about ready to die, honey. Do you want, are you going to become an attachment? how not to become an attachment after you pass over. And that's going to be very interesting because I got to cover some things that are quite uncomfortable like I made tonight. Uh, and that's my goal is to make you think. I, um, I'm very honest about what I talk about. It has to have directly affected me at some time. Um, a lot of what I talk about will be in a book with Karen Rostein on spirit attachment issues. And we're up to number 37 over the last six, seven years. So it doesn't happen often. She calls me and goes, oh, you know, Nancy, I need your help on something. <laughs> I go, okay, give me a first name. And that's all I need to, to go through somebody. 
And it uh, doesn't mean that you call me up and say, I'm so-and-so, do I have an attachment? It doesn't work that way. Um, oops, a little, little allergy season here, everybody. Uh, wouldn't you know I have to sneeze? So let's talk and hope it'll go away. Um, spirit attachments can happen to anybody, including me. So one time Karen and I were talking and she said, you have an attachment. And I thought it was on my back and it was a man. And I thought, huh, I gave it a lot of thought, everybody. I did. This has been quite a while back. And I don't get them very often, but I think that we're inundated with them. And I want to talk to you. Look, look at me. I'm Italian, right? <laughs> American Indian here. Italian, but I talk to my It's like, put them down, Nancy. Uh, so uh, everybody knows I started in 1990. In fact, I just had my 33-year anniversary, May 4th, 1990, I started. And in the early 90s, 91, 92, every time you start a new project, like in spiritual work, you get really excited and you want to try everything. And at the time, no one said, Nancy, you can't do that. Sorry, you can't do that. I tried everything. And a lot of it, I went, yay, you know, see, can you see dead people? Well, I had been. I just never thought about it before. And all of a sudden, I was seeing everybody's spirit person around them if I looked. And so when I go shopping and I do life or I see my friends, I am not hooked into them. So whenever you visit with me, I'm not going to go, well, uh, uh, you know, or you talk on the phone. I'm not going I don't mm -hmm. want to all the time. In fact, I don't want to know your business. <laughs> Maybe someone you don't like and or didn't like in life. So you have to be very, very careful. If a client says to me, um, who's my spirit people? Or do I have a health issue? Right away, if there's a vibration issue going on, I will bring it up. You have an issue with your shoulder. Or you have an ankle. There was something wrong once upon a time. Or you're going, you know, I can do that. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I have to sneeze. Hold on. Oh my gosh. I buried it a little bit. And they say, you shouldn't do that, but not on the air. <laughs> I would like, uh, let me go back. I want to sh share with you some of the things that made me realize that we're more than just what you see. And this was the early nineties, I think 91, 92. And I was doing a lot of what we would call, uh, you sit and you, um, you think about your body, you think about the energy around you, you think about how you're doing this. I was doing readings immediately within one month of the Spirit of Grace. I worked there 15 years, Spirit of Grace, uh, Citrus Heights, and they were a part of the Universal Christ of the Master Spiritualist Organization. I actually got my ministry, um, Sedona, Arizona, by the way, before it became, it was a cow patty town when I got ordained February of 92. Uh, Universal Christ of the Master, um, Sedona, Arizona. So in some ways, um, anyway, doesn't really matter. But one night I was in my kitchen. I lived off of Black Eagle and Watt Avenue. It's the cutest little house right after my divorce. I got a little house. And of course, I'm such a lady. All the colors are pink and light green. It was all pastel. <laughs> I had one of those kitchens, all women would go, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and I love just sit and relax in my house. And all of a sudden I was taken over by somebody. And I went, oh, fudge. First time that really happened like that. And I felt like I was looking at my hands. And I was looking at my hands like I never saw them before. I looked at my hands. And at that time in my life, I had my nails done. You know, now I don't because I don't see the public that often. And I remember looking at my hands thinking, why can't I recognize my hands? Like, I see them, but they did had associated 
unassociated feel to them. And I thought to myself, who is here? Because I felt like I'd have been overtaken. And the fella, um, um, a stronger voiced individual versus a soft, like a woman, it was a stronger soul, but not necessarily male. And the voice said, the traveler. And I thought to myself, <laughs> you can imagine, I used to be an engineer, everybody. I, I'm very literal. <laughs> I think I do this. And I said, right. <laughs> and, it, and the entity said, I've been called the traveler. Oh, so you've done this before. And I heard not a very, very soft yes. And he showed, it showed, he, I'll call it sheep because it wasn't he, it was not a sheep feeling, not soft, warm, fuzzy feeling. And he showed me as a, not a spark, but what we would call not an orb, but somewhere between a spirit shape, um, like a big jelly bean um, swishing through the air, traveling. And he showed me bubbles of universes and he could travel around the sphere, sphere, the sphere of each of the universes as he was going from universe to universe. And he showed me like bubbles in a sink. And he said to me, pull the bubbles on the sink, put them in your hand and lift them up and see all those bubbles. There are more bubbles of universes than you can count. And I went, wow. <laughs> Like, I'm going to believe it first off, but I had to think about it. And he, I said, why are you showing me this? He says, because we can travel all the universes. And he said to me, remember, he versus she, masculine. He was an adventurer, the feeling of adventure. He was going other places and he could go. Foof, 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 foof. And I thought to myself, OK, if I am sitting in our universe and our planet has seven billion people on it. Right. How many stars in the sky how big is our bubble well he showed me to be eh, not so big there are bigger bubbles out there of individual universes and he said to me each one of them has a different tone he he made me think that all this that i can see and i have it written up in an old on paper from an old typewriter and I, I didn't put it in my first book because the woman who edited my first book, she said, they're not going to believe this. <laughs> no, probably not because I didn't. So I will re-edit the first book uh, and Charles will show it at the beginning, um, at the end of the show, um, uh, two, two Worlds. And I'm going to add what I didn't the first time plus more. So I will do a second edition pretty soon. And he said to me, the worlds are made up of different musical tones. All right. <laughs> you can see me blinking my eye, right, everybody? I says, right. <laughs> and he really was very, and he said, I like this world because I blend with it easier. So this universe, this planet, this place, and you know, everybody uses in spiritualist work, say, earth is muddy, it's heavy, and it's, and I thought to myself, okay, now that's true. We're not very enlightened people. But he was able to blend with this because he was such a high vibration. Other other universes, he can't blend with them. And okay, everybody, that's every show I get these pop-ups. So tell me how to get rid of them. <laughs> so it, what he was sharing with me is he visits other places, but he has a long destination. Why? Where? How come? Do we all have that ability after we pass over? Maybe. Maybe he's from a different planet. I actually did a reading um, 
long story, everybody, of a woman who had, um, I've told you before, three ladies I've met that I know had never had a, a flesh life. There's actually another lady I met at a conference whose last life was uh, a gaseous kind of meat being like a flame, like a flame, um, not hot like a flame, but a, a gaseous look like a flame. And she had, she's, and then the conference, she says, I can't get along with people. I don't know how to um, be friendly. I don't, I can't associate with, well, I, I was going to tell her, well, honey, you were a flame last time. <laughs> it's none of my business, right? And, uh, and so we come from different spheres and different, and I didn't believe in reincarnation. I do now. Um, so each lifetime is a different vibration. And we can go to other planetary systems, every universes. I mean, the concept kind of made me roll my eyes and I didn't believe it. But what I remembered was he says, the worlds are all music. Everything is music. And I, I really held on to that because I thought, okay, what I know of physics and the atom, it pulsates. <laughs> and we are more air than we are of matter. And if we condensed our bodies and took all the air out, we'd be a little ball. That's all, you know? So in some ways, it's fascinating just to think about it, but it can make your head turn around. I call it head my turn around. But it got me thinking, how is it that we work this way? And where does the spirit come in? Well, it's pure energy. And it can sit amongst the atoms because it fits so well. Now, how does that work? How, how does the spirit join with flesh? Listen, I think about this all the time. I have an engineering background. I have to make everything fit. Everything's neat and tidy in my life because I need to have it that way. <clears throat> um, I want to bring in another situation. I did bring this up before, and there's a lot of stories I haven't talked about, but these work for now. I entertained a lot in the early 90s and the mid 90s, um, early 90s to the early 2000s. And one of the couples that I, I saw a lot was Kathleen and Marlene Matichek and Kathleen Marlene O'Neill. And they had me at their house a lot of times and they would charge a little fee for people to come in and I would read everybody. And so this happened um, a few times. And uh, Kathleen, Marlene uh, works in old Fair Oaks, California in a little shop, lovely, lovely energy, lovely lady. Her sister has since passed away, unfortunately. So anyway, I was, talking to the group we were a big circle and um this little child showed up and she did grow up but she wanted her kathleen marlene's parents remember her as a younger woman and she come in with the head red hair and she was light-skinned red hair and she was dancing all over the place and of course they recognized who i was talking about and of course the woman i was talking to was a younger person of course she would go younger because she loved to dance and when she could she had uh, flexibility and mobility, of course, at work. And she blended with me real fast to show me her life. And she was light and buoyant. Uh, she, she felt um, like I wanted to hold on to her. It's like, mom's okay. You know, have you ever held on to a three or four-year-old? You just want to, I, I have a four-year-old great-granddaughter. And I tell you, to hold that piece of life, that life, and just grab, I just want to, well, she won't sit very long, but when I can hold her and get that little kiss, she feels magnificent to me. The life force is just brilliant. So I really enjoyed that. And she slipped from me and the people around me could feel the change in my persona. 
like one minute I'm okay. And they didn't notice it. She slipped in and I was enjoying the buoyancy and the lightness of her youth that she was presenting and, and the wonderment of, of her spirit was so great because she was really happy, happy girl. And when she slipped out, there was a void. It's like, these, this is mirrored. I think this is my right hand. When she slipped out, the people on the other side of me could feel us whoosh, like coming toward, they wanted to lean into me because there was a void. There was a whoosh sound. While I was sitting there and this old man shows up, e, old smoker, old man. I had nothing against men, kind of like them, <laughs> but I didn't know if I wanted this one. And well, he had seen that I enjoyed the young girl. Well, let me think here. He's going to sit in my seat. And I saw him come over to me and he starts emerge with me. I went, oh no, this is not going to happen. I went, oh, and maybe I wouldn't have known him as somebody I would like to talk to if he'd been alive. Maybe he didn't feel like a pleasant man. Now, each generation, we change his personalities. So I married somebody, um, he's a little older, and he was very involved in the Vietnam War in 1960-61. Well, personality types of the years, men have become more friendly, more open, more talkative. So this gentleman who passed away 10, 15, 20 years prior to my doing the group comes of a really old generation where men were men and the wife was the wife and they didn't have to talk and they didn't have to deal. And he just wanted to be part of the group and he wanted to move in on me. <laughs> I went, no, no, get away. Well, it was the first time that really happened to where I must have allowed children to blend with me before or to dip in and out so I could understand somebody. And I kind of did this to people. Shar called me up one time. She said, someone's in my space. Who is it? <laughs> I go, do I do that to people? Can they feel me? Maybe so, but they don't know what's happening. But if someone calls you and says, oh, why are you laughing? Let me finish the thought. And someone says, I want to talk about so-and-so. Well, how am I going to get to know that person and be able to tell you exactly how they're thinking? I have to blend with somebody. So I'm the invading spirit. Am I seen as an attachment? Am I seen as that young child? Oh, 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 how wonderful. Or am I seen as that old man? Get out of my spirit. You know, Char? I'm thinking of Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost when that, right. when that man goes into her body and her reaction when Oof. he comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it happened with that old man. Excuse me. Yeah. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I don't want to call him to me. Uh, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is exactly how it happens. Now, the down, upside downside to that is it's thrilling to be able to give a reading to blend with somebody and learn of a new person. Right. It's exciting to me because I learn all kinds of new things about another human being. And I'm not invasive when I don't stay. Once I disconnect and giving you what you wanted, I disconnect and I'm done. I don't go back to who you want me to talk about and go again. Just, oh, heck no. Why would I want to? People say, you're not reading me, are you? Oh, no. Well, Why would I want to? I've never seen you do this. Do you, um, have, have people told you that your demeanor changes completely when you do this? Because I know when Karen does it, they, she hunches over. You know, she starts to hunch over and her voice will get deeper. I'd, I've said, I have had people say to me, you appear different. 
Um, I've actually had people, this is, <laughs> Paula has told me this. Watch this. She knows I'm making reference to her. I know when Nancy's an other person, her vocabulary gets better. Okay. What? What? I'm very friendly, you know. And so when I'm in that mode, my higher self is more articulate, perhaps. I, I was born with a little thing with my tongue. And uh, the, it was actually, the entire thing was attached to my lower jaw. And so when they cut it loose, I do have a lisp. But if you listen to me, I don't have it. it it's not there as much. Somehow I over, I fix it or I sound different. And people have, but I, I can't say I know. So Char, next time I do this, we do readings, pay attention. But they do, I do know that people say, watch Nancy's eyes, they shift. What was that about your tongue, real quick? Um, my tongue, when I was born, was attached to my lower jaw. Oh, yeah. I, had, I was tongue-tied. Yeah, I was. The whole thing was. And they told my mom I might have trouble talking. Mm -hmm. And I did. Because mm -hmm. I cannot pronounce correctly. My lower jaw is a little smaller than my top. But mm -hmm. I was born in an era when people didn't do anything about it. Same issue. Yeah, I got clipped. Yeah, yeah they call it being clipped. Um yeah though mine did affect my talking so anyway uh a lot a lot i don't know if y'all want all that but that is fun um, so so it's kind of like um <laughs> right uh didn't stop me from talking it just if you listen to me i do have a lisp and that's because of the tongue not being freed <laughs> until after i was born um so that was kind of fun um just recently Dr. Makako has does some um, ancient aliens and he's also on YouTube and I watch him pretty religiously. Um, and when I realized what we're going to talk about tonight, I did really, people must think I make this all up. I was trying to find the show I was listening to watching so I can make reference to it today. And he, in one of his shows talks about the universe and the atoms and that the universe is made up of tiny particles, filaments, and they vibrate and there's music in our universe. Yes. And a lot of times there actually was somebody else who recorded the universe and then played it to music. And there's actually a song. And I found that fascinating. And of course, maybe think of the traveler and how, what he was telling me. Right. The other thing that happened early in the nineties is uh, this is just me because there were not as popular. There was not as many of us doing this. Um, I was part of a church environment where word of mouth was given out very easily. I started with eight. And within a month, I had 35 to 50 after that every Friday night. So I had a lot of practice. I had a lot of exposure. And I'm very grateful for all that. Uh, and um, anyway, so, so talking about this, I'm trying to get to a place where I'm trying to get back on track because we got off track a little bit. So we're talking about uh, the universe and being able to do the readings and we vibrate. So I was able to blend, understand the vibration of people really early. And I could have a sense that we all feel different. When I blend with somebody, uh, recently I had a, I had, oh, sorry, I just had a client two days ago from Italy and lovely, lovely lady. And she has some drama, trauma going on in her life. And it was very difficult to enter her daughter because of stress and the mom and daughter going through some stress you don't need to know who it is or what the story was 
And so I, I lightened her spirit up by saying, you're going to wear on vacation. You're the only one getting on the plane knowing you're going to get back because I just read 10, 15, 20 years in your future. And she says, oh, you just made my day. Click. I got more information. So when you're upset, when you're excited, it's a different rate of vibration. Music, different notes. I want you to think about that for a moment because <laughs> I'm going to bring up some ideas for you. We're talking about someone attaching to you like I blend with somebody else but the people who attach to you have alternative motives and they're not always people who've died and went to heaven with their family these are needy unsatisfied human beings and when they blend with you they're attached so i want to point out musical instruments how it felt with the icky man joining with me versus the young child how provoyant that felt and the music instrument, musical notes in the universe. Dr. Makako, please watch everything and you'll come across. He was on TV also. Um, kind of like, you know, in the years I was going to school, girls didn't take physics and didn't do that. I wanted to be a commercial artist, believe it or not. Um, a PE teacher. There was a couple things I really wanted. I fell in love and married. I married my husband instead, Did, got to college and took business and marketing because everybody said, that's the thing to do. There's Don't a question. About, is that where? why people use it? Is that why people play singing bowls? Yes. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. Singing bowls is another term for, uh, <laughs> who said that? Was that you that had the that question was or something? That was Jen. Oh, I should, I can't see the chat room when I got all my notes up. <laughs> Okay, so how does spirit come into play here? The energy that connects the atoms that makes up all of us is the essence of our souls. Remember I said the soul joins the fetus before birth. Uh -huh. And I don't want to talk about stillbirth. I don't want to talk about deformed infants. Yeah, I don't want to go down that road. We're just talking mainstream America. And so when I see a spirit join with a parent, male or female, I know that there's a child coming and the emphasis of a soul connection can be with the father not versus the mother it goes to the father make him say geez i want to have a child then it moves over to mom and says i'm ready and then the child can have a fetus can have the soul enter right then or right at the time of birth to me i've seen it both ways and it's kind of exciting because it just is wow right but to be able to join they have to have the right vibration but i want to go past that the essence of our souls or the electrical forces that allow us to have consciousness and blend with flesh before the birds. Remember, I said come together for that time. Survives and continues after electrical forces that allow us the shell to live now dies and releases that spirit. So we join with the fetus, we're born, we have the life, good or bad, it's done, thank goodness, we slip out of our body. The electrical force that is left over can never die. Dr. Makako said this also. He says the flesh died, but what about the electrical forces that keep the atoms together that work with us? I think that is our spirit that holds it together. Absolutely. Does it explain how the soul can join the fetus even an hour before birth or right at birth? Something not quite. I have to figure that out. So I'm always open to ideas. I have to think about things for years to <laughs> get it together. Um, <laughs> and I said, okay, so I wrote here, okay, now some of you might wonder what did I smoke for dinner? <laughs> to even believe that we exist after death. Um, I don't do drugs. I do coffee, but nothing else. And I think about things like this all the time. I analyze things to death so that when I talk about it, I'm not reading someone else or listening to someone else's ideas. These are all mine. 
Um, first off, we do survive after death, and I haven't seen spirit kind way into the 80s. Uh, saw my dead dad come to us after he died, and I was six years old, and told my mom, and she didn't deal with it very well, but his mother did. And uh, I think it helped her her sanity to know that he was visiting my sister and I at night. And I remember thinking how, and I've said this before to you, I remember seeing him and he looked different to me. And in times it's like at school, I heard one teacher say, oh, poor thing, she's lost her dad. And I remember thinking, I don't know what that meant. So six, seven year old child in, in those years didn't know what death was. We didn't have all the drama and trauma on TV that we see, but he was visiting me. Mm -hmm. So, and he looked different. He was colored differently. I remember like a halo around him, even the darkest of nights, he would shine. And that was kind of odd to me. But remember, I was the only child. Uh, the thousands of readings that I've done when people have said, who's with me? And I described somebody. And I did this for Char uh, probably, what, three months back. Mm -hmm. And one, we should do it again because that was fun. And they'd write their name in and say, who's with me? And the other thing I want is what state or your country you're calling from, because that's very fun. It's not that I need this. <laughs> it's just fun to know. But the name that people call you is always nice. Uh, and then I describe what people look like. And there was some absolutely fantastic, fat, fant, what, fa uh, not fantastic, I won't use that word, but very interesting storylines from Pennsylvania with the miners that had been killed mm -hmm. to the young lady in Texas who's who just lost her father and he was in his early 40s. And um, no way for me to know your culture. So when I describe somebody, um, I can't see culture. I just see hair color. People look at me when I was younger. I haven't been out, spent too much time in the sun, but I was very, very dark when I was younger. And my hair is very dark. People just looked at me and go, what are you? <laughs> I said, cowboys and Indians. <laughs> Best way to say it. Okay, I want to go down. Um, the other thing is, is I've talked to many times. My mother, she just loved what I did. I do. And I went to visit her in Portland, Oregon, the few years before she moved to Washington State to live near my sister for the last few years of her life. And I entertained Portland, Oregon. It was a, a, a retirement villa. And it was seven stories tall, had a conference room, and I entertained, and the room was full of seniors. And uh, my mom said, oh, I was most, I was a po most popular lady in the building for a good month. Oh, was that your daughter? Mother loved it. So after so many years, she accepted what I do. Well, the thing is, she's, I started, I still entertained, and she'd show up my talks, almost knocked me off the stage one night. She stood there like she would have been 22, 23 years old, and I was jumped off the stage <laughs> oh my god my mother's here <laughs> and she popped into this and larry and i were somewhere and and she popped her head in between the seats she said hi <laughs> just and larry, so larry says my god don't scream <laughs> she pops in like this so i do believe in survival funny things have happened to me and then we go to a place dance if you believe this can i get you to believe this can you do that do you believe in it well then believe me when i say there's some unhealthy spirits out there that want to suck the life force off of you <laughs> they want you to do what they did and they want to enjoy it through you i'm not an ice cream eater or a smoker but one of the strangest things i ever saw I went to sunrise mall 
on Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights, California, and walked by what we call the smoke shop. There had to be 20 spirits down the outside of that, waiting for men to come out, people to come out with the cigars. Ah, oh, it was awful. And they, were, they weren't standing, they were floating like around the door. <laughs> I said, oh my gosh. But there was spirit women uh, shopping with the ladies. And there was a lot of people in the restaurant. And one of them was uh, Pharaoh's Ice Cream Parlor. And there was a lot of people, had, and ice cream was a big hit. Um, there were a lot of uh, spirit people watching children eating. Uh, they weren't attached, but I did find that fascinating. So the ones that do attach, they want more uh, than observation. They want to have you taste a cigar. They want you to breathe it in because they can take it in with you. Icky. <laughs> I don't know about eating ice cream, but the flavor, they can blend with your face and they can feel you feel the ice cream going down your throat. I still think that's not right. But it does happen a lot. And so I want to go on, and I don't mean to get you crazy on me here or turn me off. Just bear with me. I'm trying to make it interesting. <laughs> okay, so um, I am convinced of survival. And the next, I believe it is in those spirits who have left the physical body can have healthier, they can leave their body in a healthy manner. They go on to heaven or somewhere else or unhealthy and they don't want to go anywhere they want to stay right here on the planet and seek out somebody else that they can enjoy the pleasures of flesh i mean all kinds of flesh like every kind of flesh activity think about that for a moment everybody <laughs> if the universe is made of vibrational filaments creating musical music at times our illnesses is one vibrational note and uh, and when you're happy it's another different musical note when you're excited another so all the emotions that you have in your life are musical notes if you can think of it like that so if you're in a bad space in life someone who died and was unhappy unsatisfied in a bad space or just really like ice cream and you do too they're going to join with you so if you eat ice i'm i'm think summertime i think of ice cream i'm not i don't even eat ice cream so Okay, who's doing this to me? Thinking, making me think of ice cream. <laughs> Who in the room is thinking of ice cream? Come on, admit it to me, everybody. Who's okay, Marissa, Jen, and either one of you thinking of ice cream? Let me know. <laughs> for me to think of ice cream is just, except for Pharaoh's ice cream, probably it's still ice cream. Uh, am I implying that the wrong musical notes can destroy ourselves in our universe? I don't think so because we're still here. If we can go through nuclear detonation in Japan, unfortunately. And those atoms can change the universe in which the UFO people are saying, hey, you're gonna change all the atoms in the cosmos if you don't stop it. That's an interesting concept. No, I, I don't believe that happens, but I believe that our universe and the totality of it and the traveler goes from universe to universe, where he's headed, I don't know, where he come from, I'd like to know. Um, I do believe we, play within a range of musical notes. Now, what I want to talk about next is I'm not going to deal with people. I'm not going to talk to you. We're talking average Joe America, average Gene America. I'm not going to talk about people who end up in jail. That's too difficult. I don't want to be, talk about people who unfortunately got killed by war, accidents, or on purpose. I don't want to talk about children who die. We're just talking about you listening tonight and the option of keeping that attachment or not. 
because it does affect us personality wise. Um, we're not addressing those souls, but you. In the future, if you have an unfortunate passing, hopefully, I mean you personally, uh, tonight you'll have knowledge to be mis musically sound to pass in a healthy state. Now it takes time. I think that we all have things that we're working on. And when we first pass over, spirit people have said to me, I wish I'd apologized. I wish I'd said, I wish I'd loved. I wish I'd touched. I wish I'd held hands. I wish I'd, my gosh, I, I hear that a lot. I don't want to pass over and say, I wish I dieted more. I don't want to pass over <laughs> and said, I wish I'd eaten more. Those are trivial things. I'm talking about emotional state of happiness. I'm talking about what you do to other people. People have said to me late, we talked about, uh, I talked to a lady in Texas uh, recently and she called about a week ago at the same topic. And I said, the, she's um, in a service right now, but she wants to do something where she's a service to others. And uh, she wants to do tarot readings and help others, help others, not just do readings for the money, but help. She wants to get on YouTube and I says, the minute you say you want to help others, service to others, your vibration changes. More giving, more loving, more caring, uh, more humanity comes into you. Uh, my first husband and I lived the zip code everybody wanted to live in. We were money-oriented, uh, athletes, super athletes, uh, had everything, had all the cars, three-car garage, uh, got cancer, got divorced, got into service to others. Oh my gosh, my vibration might have changed. Maybe, who knows? Illness has not uh, stayed away from me, me, but my illnesses have also been in my family, which is unfortunate. So hereditary does play a big part, I do believe. <clears throat> but being of service to others, even if you pick up the mail for a neighbor or um, take care of their animals on vacation, anytime anybody does something like that, it contributes to a healthy vibration. You'd be amazed how addictive it is to be able to help somebody, the satisfaction of knowing that you help someone else survive their life. Amazing. I think that's one reason I've stayed in here for 33 years. Hard work, really hard. Um, I want to give credit to those who encourage meditation or find and finding your purpose. There's a lot of good, good people out there, men and women. I was going to say women, but there's men also who give classes, who encourage you to become the person you want to be what's holding you up take the risk jump into what you want to do i i say the same thing but i'm not going to tell you to quit your job and do something else just because i did it but it was a different time 90 um 1990 1990 i got in this 92 i left a 24-year career pacific bell to do this full-time big leap but i had cancer i had three plus i was six months from stage four that's what the docs told me it was so close and I don't believe there was a mistake. I think that was meant to happen. The story so night, if we have time, it's amazing how that came about. <clears throat> uh, there was a video that I tried to find again, crazy. Once you see it, then you should always keep, send mail it to yourself so you can always find it, everybody. It's a, a very short clip. It's from another country, I believe. Uh, it's two men. One is coming down a hill. Uh, the pathway is arced a little bit. And there is a camera underneath overhead lamp. And so we get a broad picture of the, the area where he was walking down. And so he was coming down. Another man was coming from underneath the light post and headed toward the cars. And there was more lights for people to get into the cars. 
and you can witness um, a dark entity leaping off of the man and he falls to one side because that remember i said when the man left me there was kind of a pull he mm-hmm. this entity jumped off that man flew into the air probably 20 feet and landed on the guy walking towards his car and he went like this holy smoky you know they didn't know each other it wasn't planned and i call these transitory spirits and these spirits are hitchhikers and they're trying to discover and find out what people are like i don't have a sense of them uh, notoriously bad or good but they if if the sense i get is oh let's experiment let's do this let's do that and i was joking last time i said oh my friend karen known her since i was 13 in portland oregon here and she's she and i talk one night when we both pass over let's go haunt somebody <laughs> and that's the wrong thing to say <laughs> but wouldn't it be fun to kind of like boo-hoo-hoo make noise <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the ones people investigate. This house is really noisy and scaring. Like, oh. <laughs> but we're not going to hitchhike to anybody. We're not going to uh, cause uh, harm. We're not going to scare people. But it was a fun joke. It was a fun, whether we do or not, at this moment, I can't tell. I'm not going to, but it was just a fun conversation. But this, um, when I put my mind to the blob of dark the matter that jumped from one man to the other, I had a feeling of some kind of mischievous, kind of like, oh, let's, there's another one. We'll just try this man out for a while. Mm-hmm. And these two men may never know you had a hitchhiker, honey. You had an attachment. They probably never know. I certainly can't tell them because this, this is an old video. Uh, so I'll talk about that one. Um, Okay, uh, my theory is that the spirit was not satisfied, satisfied with the first man or he had enough experience with him or that he didn't vibrate. Now, I'm not going to say that because I think the spirit was enjoying finding out about each person. Um, is on the hunt for someone who is like him in temperament or need or enjoyment. So these are hitchhikers going boop, boop like this. Mm-hmm. When you talk about uh, spirits that are going to clump to you for a reason, usually you have to find them in a place where they've been haunting. Say you go to... Um, um, a bar and it's one of those you know someone says let's go here and you walk in and go oh why did you bring me this they're all the mood in here is not happy and there's some real serious drinkers well there's gonna be serious hitchhikers in there too people who are going to look for another person to attach to and if they're really negative they're either going to find someone really negative also but if you're within reach of them reaching out and touching and you're in a better space guess what you're not going to be good space when they do attach. You may have a personality change and people say, what's wrong with you, dear? You don't seem yourself lately. Or you may pick up a hobby or drink more, eat more, or do things that normally people would say, you're just not like this today. What's mm-hmm. happened? You've been this way for a week or more. I would, if someone says that to you, let me finish here. What time is it? Oh gosh, talk faster, Nancy. Um, <laughs> keep me going, keep me going. And I guess I want to talk about how many times you walked into a room and had the strange feeling some in the room is not as nice as you'd like and you would become weary. Remember, I just talked about the if you go to a bar and it feels bad or you had a date with somebody special and just in the click or in a group of people at work or school or club and there's that one person doesn't fit in. That kind of vibration is what you're looking for to stay away from. Pay attention to people around you. It's not that they have an attachment. They could. And you don't want to be part of that circle that they're standing near because you don't want that person to jump on you. And they could pull you down. I've had people talk to me and go, oh my gosh, you feel so, I feel so good talking to you. And I think I'm so glad I'm not next to you. 
because probably what I did was I made them happy. I made them satisfied. I uplifted more energy to them because it's very tiring what I do. I gave them my life force mm -hmm. and that spirit that was on them or attachment fell off because they couldn't attach. They get on you, they change you to meet, match, match them where you can't get them off. You have to change your vibration. So now let's go to the next step on how to discover that. Mm -hmm. Roll, scroll down to the next page. Okay, so I've talked about where you could find them, what there are, there's real attachments or hitchhikers or people who are just curious, spirit people, okay. Uh, stay away from people that pull your energy down or make you feel um, uncomfortable. There's something wrong with you, okay. But I would like you to put that knowledge aside because now we've uh, identified how it could happen, how it could feel. In fact, you could probably think about some in your life and you go, oh, that just, that person has been different. They're very aggressive at, at work or school. Uh, they're very um, unsettled. They're very um, emotional, up and down, up and down, really. Not hormone, everybody, not for women. We're talking really different personality changes. Watch for that. That person usually has an attachment. <clears throat> and I don't want to address people in prison and the prisoner says, you know, Nancy said I have an, I could have an attachment that made me kill that person. I don't want to talk about that because I do believe there's unhealthy, emotionally unhealthy human beings that don't have attachments. But when they die, I don't want to know them. I don't want to be in that neighborhood where they're going to end up because they're certainly going to pass over to the heavenly realms. They're going to be stuck here until they can vibrate at a better level. Mm -hmm. I was, that may be too much for everybody here. Um, so when I talked to the traveler and he said musical notes, musical energy around us all the time you have to discover what musical note you are and i did get tuning forks off of amazon uh you know we talked about um tibetan bowls um we talk about a piano we can talk about a violin we could talk about anything that makes music you can get glass was it champagne glasses and just run your finger on top of it you know i don't want you to go out and buy something i want you to see if in your world you can find something that makes you feel good when you create that musical note. I'm um, a stronger personality. I'm very grounded. No, I, I work dark because I think it's prettier on camera. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of floor, a lot of beautiful things, and it, look, it would look terrible on camera. But people think of me as solid. And so my musical notes are a little lower range. Mm -hmm. But I have friends that are very high. And they're very happy and they talk light and they're beautiful song and they love babies and they just love life just like this. And I'm just not that way. I'm very ground and very solid. And maybe that's why I'm at a bed. I can do the reading I do. I'm also what we used to call the super athlete. A lot of energy. I've told you over and over, if you want to do what I've done in the past, work out, get stronger. I'm no <laughs> dainty, dainty lady, um, meaning I'm not a, a lightweight. I'm a solid person. That's what I meant. Um, when you find that note, which appeals to you the most, at least once or twice a week, um, I want you to test that. Say um, you have a the Tibetan bowl. Remember, they're very pricey. So you've got to find, I got, actually, we're, we bought a better house a new house so we're in the midst of a move and of course we're going to talk about this and of course i don't know what box anything's in anymore 
So within two weeks, we'll be in another residence. This is only temporary, everybody. So I uh, got a house going to work for us forever. Promise not to move, hopefully. Um, and so I wanted to be able to show you the different tuning forks and the notes. So if you ever have a chance to go to a mystic shop or someplace that have readers, just walk mm -hmm. in, pick the musical, something that makes music or single note and see which one resonates with you find out what is a b c d and e and f whatever it is i'm at the lower range i resonate with mm, like that i'm not talking there is women out there that used to do what we call wolfing and they could with their voice project very powerful notes at you to clean the energy off of you clean your soul but i want to do it easier i believe that we have the ability to learn the peripherals of our body and what we feel like. So when you find that musical note, every time you can for a week, two weeks, three weeks, just test it all the time. And when you're not that D, A, B, C, D, then get the next tone up or down. And after a few weeks, you're gonna find that you resonate a musical note in the middle. So whatever you're up or down, as long as it's not a range that's really large, I want you to have that musical note, like a tuning folk, ding, and listen to it and feel the vibration clean all go throughout your whole body. After a few weeks, you're going to find that you can feel it to the edges of your peripheral, like your shoulders all the way down to your toes. And when it, this is important, I want you to feel clean when you do that. I want you to be able to feel that resonate all the way through you. Start at the top. Go to your neck, go to your torso, go to your hip, go to your feet and feel it go completely through you. I guarantee you one day you may not get through your whole body and you're going to go, what the? <laughs> you're going to go, wait a minute, it stopped. It stopped on my back. It didn't go through me. It doesn't feel completely resonating. You may have an attachment. Now, what do you want to do about that? And I'm going fast because I'm running out of time. When I told you to find that note, I want to say the words, you'll find out your true musical essence. And we're all different, but we're all within the range of our universe. I'm not talking about parallel universes, um, multi-dimensions. I'm talking the, this, this mess right here. <laughs> so take for however long it takes you. I don't want you to do it when you're driving. Of course, uh, don't do it when you have a crying infant next to me. I had clients that talked to me in the bathrooms because they closed the door. I have a lady called the strawberry lady and she brought me strawberries, the whole platform. And so every time I talked to her, she was a strawberry lady and she called me from her bubble bath. You know why? Because it was peaceful. So when you do and try to discover your true musical essence, I want you mm -hmm. in a peaceful place. Even if you have to go outdoors, go in the garage, get in your car, I don't care as long as you're not driving, hit that note, thwing, and then feel it all through your body. Because when you can't get through your body, if you have an attachment, you got to figure out what is it? Where did you go? So you deny it. I will not allow what is not mine to be with me. And you push on it. You do what you can. How do you get it off? You change your vibration. I, uh, I was pretty ill for a long time. And I had a couple in, and then how I got better. I I don't want to say I want to got I got better after cancer and some of the other things I've had, but I focused on music, 
um, entertainment of any kind in the most hilarious way. I always say Lauren Hardy. And I, I I'll, but there's been other, um, I can't even think of another one now. Um, John Kerry, something that would make you laugh. Laughter, a entity cannot stay on you if you're happy. Create a vibration so high and you have to be truthful. I Every time I start thinking about Lauren Hardy pushing a piano, when they were making these movies, it was right there in Los Angeles. And they are delivering a piano to the customer up on the hill. And the two of them push this piano up all these steps. And you know it's hilarious. And of course, they lose control of it. <laughs> every time I think of it, I laugh. And I have it on disc somewhere. But I have a lot of funny movies. So when you're down the dumps or you do that vibration, that note, boom, and it does not go through you or it gets hung up somewhere, you could have an attachment. And you don't want a Nikki O guy on there. Oh, no, no, no. Could you have a child or a woman? Absolutely. But I'm talking about vibrations that are heavy, that change your personality, change who you are, change how you react to people, change your eating habits, uh, change how you want to react with people at work or fun. If you cannot be happy for an extended amount of time, is it mm -hmm. you creating it or you have an attachment? You have to get to know who you are. I do this with my clients. I say, if the situation comes up, I said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to tell you something really, really difficult. If you want to date, you want to change careers, you want to change your life, you want to start something new, you have to figure out who you are as a human being. The hardest thing we do is write down who you are. Hardest thing in the world. Who are you? Let's see. I like to sleep in it till seven. Well, that matters. Um, I like co coffee first thing in the morning. That matters. Who are you? Do it today. And then when you get that attachment, write the same list. Who are you? If it changes, then you've got someone changing you. And I mentioned to you last time, Karen had a client. She called me up. She says, I think she's very intuitive. I mean, wow, right? And she called me up. And that's why she calls me because she can't quite figure out what's going on with this woman. And I went, oops, she's got a man almost submerged through her entire body. This man was all I could see is his back and his spine. He had submerged his arms into hers. And it was it was ugly. Well, this woman was very successful in business, but she wanted to be outstanding in her field. She wanted success beyond, beyond. And I felt like this man was pushing her too hard, was changing her personality, changing her as a human being. And I said, if the woman shows up in a suit with a man haircut and man shoes, then that is almost a complete takeover. It's like, where does her spirit go when he's in there 100%? I don't know. And she and he, she called me up almost screaming on the phone. My God, she came in with a man suit and a crew cut. And that was because the attachment was almost 100%. Now, what if a woman, ultra feminine woman had come in? Then that woman would have said, normally I like a woman's suit with a jacket, with a skirt or pants with high heels. She'd come in a floral dress and you would know, something's wrong also it's a swing norm more than normal mm -hmm. so you could get now there's a lot of wonderful people that say okay you get a cd of creating peaceful calming music meditative you could also use that to evaluate your person get really calm lay on your bed listen to music that's very 
soft. Um, mm -hmm. I particularly like Inya, E-N-J-A, uh, Inya, the song, uh, song woman. She sings it's Irish. I haven't listened to her recently, but there's a lot of beautiful music out there that has wonderful musical tones to it where you can feel it go right through you. How many times you pulled up to a light and the teenage boy in the car next to you has music that's going boom, 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 and it comes to the whole car. That's what I want you to try to figure out your vibrational rate. So I talk about learning the physical boundaries of your body. Stop, start your head and go all the way through. Um, keep out of sorts with people asking you what is wrong. Evaluate if they do. Keep on checking your tones. Very, very important. Also, when you're doing that, even if you're laying in your bed listening to beautiful music that's very calming, and I, like I said, like Inya, E-N-J-A, am I alone? If you hear, <laughs> no, if you, if you feel like, oops, there's two here, I am not alone. Attachment issue. Um, I didn't want to make fun of that, everybody. <laughs> um, if you're listening to something that you really enjoy, and then one day you don't like it, guess what? That attachment is trying to get you to listen to something to knock it off. Get that mm -hmm. tuning fork out. Boing. They can't stay where they're not invited. You are uninviting them. Um, so the fixes, I've already talked about that. Evaluate what has happened recently when you start feeling different. Are you more depressed? Watch a funny movie. Doesn't make any sense to you. Keep it up. Uh, there are so many good movies. My mind just, and <laughs> of course it does. I don't watch as much TV as I used to. I do buy movies. Um, I watch more document documentary type stuff now. So history, travel, um, science, all that kind of stuff is my preference. But there's a lot of really funny movies uh, out there right now. Just hilarious. Um, I've forgotten what that was. The museum where all the animals come to life. I love that. Mm -hmm. Made me laugh. Uh, Jerry, somebody, who's that kid? Anyway, watch a funny, funny movie where you laugh out loud or with a friend and you laugh together. Remember, happy thought, get outside and be in nature. Just getting outdoors and breathing the air. Um, I'm going to be moving to a subdivision where I can walk at night. Here, it's not so easy, but I'm going to be able to walk at night and I enjoy looking at the stars. I'm not going to worry about a car driving too fast. I'm not going to worry about car, people eating the, letting the dogs out. And to me, that's nature. That's um, something I really, really enjoy. It makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Find that thing that pulls you and grounds you and makes you happy. And then while you're happy, ask, am I alone? And if you hear no, <laughs> you can't say or yes out of yourself, then check it out and see what's going I on. I have with a you. question. Since you're going to be moving from that place, you have a yeah. resident ghost. You have two ghosts Are, in that place. What happens to the ghost? Do they stay there? or, do, I, or I'm not sure. I, I will tell you that about a week ago, maybe two weeks, because I did mention it before, I was going through the house. We have a, it's a really long house it's kind of on the bigger side. And I was walking through to the other end and my husband stopped me and he said, I've been hearing the, the spirits and he's chomp, he's um, heavy foot. He's a big man. He had big feet. He says, stomping his feet a lot. I go, really? And I said, what, what did you think? He, he said, uh, my husband said to me, I feel like he's unhappy. And I said, what made you think that? He says, my impression is that he doesn't want us to move. Wow. 
and I feel like <clears throat> I feel like there's two things that can happen. First off, we're giving him acknowledgement of his life. Mm -hmm. We are allowing him to live here. So he feels important because he was the one that put this house here. And like I said, it, um, it was the first house in this big subdivision. So he felt like he was king of the hill with his nice big house. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're allowing him to enjoy being in this house. Now, when mm -hmm. we go, if no one acknowledges him or can hear him, he may lose interest or mm -hmm. I don't think he'll follow us. I don't have a sense of that at all. Um, I'd be curious to know if he does. I doubt it because he's so attached to this house, but maybe they're just quieter. Um, when I married my Larry, um, married, uh, I don't know, 20 or 21 years. <laughs> I'm saying that they were on our anniversary. I, I admitted him. I says, I can't remember what year we got married. <laughs> he's 02, 03. So you can't live with me. And have me talk about what I do without becoming more. And he's become right. very intuitive. So when he started hearing the feet, uh, the footprints, and he started talking to me, because I lived up at the old house for two years, because I hadn't sold it yet. And he would talk about this noise in the house, and these people walking through here, and the man with the heavy footprints. So I don't feel like this is a detachment issue. This is, oh, they allow me to be here. They're not scared of us. The only time I got rattled is he came behind me, opened the front door and left. I went, what? And then I felt like he went to the street. And I never have had that happen. You can't open the door unless you turn the handle. It right. doesn't happen. And that was the first time that happened. And I, I got rattled. But I thought, well, what a jerk. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's scaring me like that. But it was so unexpected. It'd be something like flying through the air. You, Even I would be. If you told me you got scared, I would also be scared. It just startled me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so being in nature is also, remember I said I like walking at night. Most people wouldn't do that, but I'm that kind of person. Um, so if you have bad weather, put a DVD on that shows beautiful landscapes. There's so many beautiful uh, DVDs that you can watch. I uh, am a walker's treadmill. I bought... Um, <laughs> walk the world um there's dvds of people on bicycles um taking a path um i have yep. 25 dvds of going around the world yeah <laughs> right right so i walk them instead of biking and uh feels really good it makes you happy um so change your vibration knock that entity off of you now a change for the positive very successful one one more power well i talked about her and uh, the spirit that attached um, the other thing I want to talk about is we're going to talk next week on how not to become one of those people. This is, could be also a difficult topic. Um, but in the same breath, if you know who you are as a person, remember I said, put the list together, who you are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we live our life without setting goals. We live our life and bury, I wish I'd done. Mm -hmm. That will lead you into becoming an attachment, but that also leads your life now into a place where you are yearning and that yearning is a negative vibration. I will not tell you to spend all your money on a Ferrari. Please don't think I did that. I don't want you to quit your job unless you plan out the next job. But the act of planning to get betterment in your life is a very positive um, vibration. And that growth, that happiness of planning 
it's actually very good not to have an attachment because you're positive and people don't realize that. Um, that's very important. If you think you're dead in dead life, that's a very negative. And one of the things from COVID is they say, you know, we suffered medically for two and a half years, but emotionally there's more mental health issues now, as you can tell from all the shootings, uh, suicides, murders going on that we left COVID with very high numbers of mental illness. And those people will have attachments. I can't tell you, I won't go there. I don't want to get involved because it's mentally ill people. I think it really was tough on us. Now we have a kind of a, a dip in our economy. I think that's also detrimental to keeping us happy. So if, if it's going to be stressful to be happy, then pick little, little um, achievements. Maybe you can't move to Paris for the, for the next year. Then put posters in your bedroom all over of, of Paris. There's a movie out there that I really like. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> uh, A Night in Paris or something like that. And it's a beautiful poster. Um, Owens, uh, what's uh, the actor? Owens is his last name. Um, he's a blonde guy. <clears throat> anyway, he's engaged and the family goes to Paris. And he's the kind of guy that thinks better when he's walking. And he's an author and he couldn't get clear-headed. And so he takes a walk and he goes to a part of town and there's a time rift happening. And the first thing he knows, he's picked up in a beautiful car. And they say, well, what do you do? And the guy says, well, I'm a writer. Clive is Owens. What is, come on, everybody. Tell me what his first name is because I just thought of him. <clears throat> and he, oh, <laughs> all the good people in the room here. I'm not going to be able to look real quick. Anyway, so he meets all these wonderful authors from the past. It's a really fun movie. I really... Um, I'll get uh, Shar to type it in the bottom when we get done because I have the poster over here and I'll look real quick. But there's a lot of wonderful light movies out there that will bring up your vibration and something that helps you determine who you want to be. I, I'm talking to a girl in Texas and she's an accountant. She owns her own business. And um, in fact, she knitted this for me. Owen Wilson. The, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Okay. And what movie is, and the word is uh, Paris. Anyway, she knitted this for me. And every time I look at it, I get happy because she's wonderful. And she's been a writer. And and she's so excited for the next phase of her life. But she's not going to give up her day job yet. And it's just wonderful to plan. We, she, I listen to her and we talk. And Midnight she just, in Paris. Midnight in Paris. Thank you. Everybody, Midnight in Paris, fun movie. It's wonderful, wonderful. Um Looking for a job, unhappy, stressful, perfect for an attachment. Use the time to find a job, but consider pursuing a happy hobby first. So there's this way to kind of plan ahead because planning, creating opportunities for yourself, fulfilling old hobby ideas. Um, when I was 50 years old, I took up rollerblading. Uh, my daughter got me a tattoo at 50. Mom, you live to be 50. Yay. You know, so those kinds of things are very um, meaningful in your life because you have accomplishment and achievement. Did I do it? Oh, I ran later. Fudge. So I tried. <laughs> it's okay. We're good. Did I, I, I tried to keep it cohesive. I hope everybody learned something from this. Um, and next week, I'm going to talk to you about how not to become an attachment. Totally different topic, everybody. Uh, I may bring up a couple things, but there'll be more. Um, <laughs> Karen, thank you. Owen Wilson, Melissa, thank you, sweetie. Um, I can't remember your stream. Maybe I can. 
Okay. So, okay. So anyway, thank you. Thank you everybody for coming in tonight. I hope you learned something. Cool. Cool. Okay. okay. I did cool. it. <laughs> Remember all these topics are our whole show. We're combining a lot of thoughts into one. So, um, but the musical notes is very, very important. There's other ways to do it, but I, I can't talk myself. about that on some show. I can't remember what it was. It's not on TV. It was a radio show. Probably I don't know. Was. Probably who? Probably the guy, uh, the doctor you were talking about. I'm sure that's who it was. Okay. Dr. Macaco. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Music, the whole universe. But that happened to me in 91, 92. I wasn't ready to accept something called the traveler. What? <laughs> the visual of that never has left me. Gotcha. Okay, well, everybody. here we go. So Sunday, of course, I'll be here at six six thirty p.m. Pacific, uh, reading "Read No Evil," and uh, we'll also be on we'll also be live on TikTok doing that for anybody that has a TikTok account. And Saturday, I mean uh, Saturday, Monday. It's been a long <laughs> week. Monday, Monday is six thirty p.m. Pacific on Memorial Day. Stephen K. Uh, Stephen Kane will be with us, and he's going to be talking about exoplanets. Ooh, ooh. That's what night? That's uh, Monday. Monday is 6th. Monday. Okay. That's Yeah, he'll be on talking about exoplanets. So that's something to look forward to because there's a lot of planets that have been found that we aren't, you know, that from from when I was in school, you know, we had what, the, the main nine, was it nine? Seven, nine. Well, Pluto, Pluto gets kicked off that status. Yeah, and that's, then they, it. that's what I'm confused about. Yeah, Pluto's gone. And then, but they've discovered one past Pluto now. Yeah, yeah. So that's where you get into your exoplanets and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to yeah. be talking with him about exoplanets. So that would be pretty cool. Because I, 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 am, I am an astronomy nut. So, I mean, yeah. So am I. Backyard astronomer and stuff. So I love talking and, to these And guys. poor Saturn's losing its its moons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> things are, things yeah two of them so far. Yeah, there's stuff going on. There's <laughs> some spooky stuff going on with the universe. Yeah, yeah, that's who's going to be on. Anyway, here's the old spiel. If you like tonight's show and you're watching from Facebook and that Thumb was good places, thumbs up, hearts, kisses, whatever you know. <laughs> show us some love. I'd be happy. Subscribe and put your th uh, thumb yeah, up, for everybody. Follow, subscribe do, uh, from wherever you are. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. Follow on Facebook. All that good stuff. If you're if you're coming over from TikTok to watch the show, you know you know how it is with the like buttons and all that stuff. So please do that. Um, but I want to thank you all for coming tonight. It's been a long week. I want to thank it's been you an too. Interesting week. But uh, I want to thank you all for coming tonight, and uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. I can't see you all, but I know you're out there. I know you're out there. I, yeah. <laughs> so if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. That's how desperate we are for fall. <laughs> now I'm we're reading the chat room finally. I yeah. thank you, kids. I've enjoyed talking. We are equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. That's all I can say. But anyway, I want you guys to enjoy your weekend. Um, you can see the ticker at the bottom, and you know it's like um, it, it's that time of the month, guys. I hate to say it's that time of the month. What? You might lost your mind. I lost my mind. Lost your yeah. train of thought. It doesn't take long. <laughs> it's, it's that time of the month, and uh, we're just trying to get you know keep the show on the air. And uh, we, I love that. I love keeping the show on the air, so it's fun. So, okay, actually, it is fun. I've enjoyed yeah, you, kid, everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
And let's not forget, I am teaching a show. Teaching a show. God, it's one of those nights. Let's not forget, I'm teaching a class on June 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific uh, about extra protection. Stones, and we're going to be talking all kinds of stuff. Talk about your chakras, how to clear that protection. We're going to be talking about making medicine bags and talisman and how to apply salt properly in your house. You know, that kind of thing to, 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 to ward off the baddies and all that good stuff. So if you're interested in that, call on over to the California Haunts Meetup and uh, sign up. It's over there. You'll see the description of the class. Okay, I'm done talking. All right, I'm going to show you Nancy's information, and then we're going to sign off here. So here we go. Okay. Okay. Websites, nancymats.com, everything's lowercase. nancymatsauthor.com, the M and the A is uppercase. YouTube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic, the N-M and P is capitalized. Books. Help, get me out of this funk. Nancy Mattis. Two worlds, developing your psychic skills. And the unwilling sacrifice. And you can get those at Amazon. All righty. Good night, everybody. Right. Have a great Good evening. Good night, everyone. Glad you came. <laughs>